is the Trivium Dad Podcast. My name is Nick, and welcome. Dearest listeners, I'm here to ask for your support, not your financial support. It would be great if you could donate. It would help support the Trivium Dad podcast and Upward Enrichment Service. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, then leave a review because it will help other people find the show. And two, tell a friend about the show. Or better yet, tell a whole bunch of friends. Thank you. This program may contain strong languages and topics that might not be suitable for all listeners. So I think a topic that, you know, I'm concerned about when it comes to remote learning and with the children constantly being on their laptops or iPads as they are learning at home is cyberbullying. And what is the potential for them to experience this even more so as they are connecting to various softwares? I wanted to just bring this up. It was like, why should we care about this? And what does it mean for you and your family? And how could you protect your children from falling victim? You know, I grew up in the 90s and when it came to bullying, bullying was more face-to-face, if somebody had something to say to you, if somebody wanted to show that they were more powerful or they wanted to disrespect you, it happened to your face. You know, I experienced it in school. You know, my friends experienced it in school. It wasn't, it wasn't crazy what I experienced. I mean, it's just kids picking on one another. I never had an instance where I felt overwhelmed or I wanted to cry or anything like that. But It is something that happened in person and you could have at the end of the day, end of the school day, you come home, you don't have to deal with it. It would be in a safe space and you would be away and you won't have to worry about it, I guess, until the next day. And bullying is really just aggressive behavior that is intentional. It often repeats every day and is directed to an individual who holds less power than the aggressor. Bullying takes on many forms. It could be the physical piece where you're shoving somebody, hitting somebody, or, you know, even spitting at somebody. It could be verbal where it's name calling threats and you're just constantly, you know, talking a lot of trash to that person. And it could just be the social aspect. So really, you know, when you're in high school, you had these different cliques or factions. So you had, you know, if it was uh, the people that played sports sit on one table, the people that were doing well in school sat at another table, uh, the cool kids, the hipsters, uh, you know, whatever, whatever the cliques was at that time, everybody just sat with who they felt comfortable with. It's just, you know, when it comes to, you know, the different types of bullying, 
again, in the 90s, it was more face-to-face. But we live in a different time now in which, with especially with uh, mobile phones, uh, there, there's, a, there's a different type of bullying now. And I would say in the last 10 years, that would be cyberbullying. And cyberbullying is just bullying that takes place over all digital devices like cell phones, computers, tablets. And it occurs, you know, it could be text message or social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, forums. If you uh, play the PS4 or the Xbox, uh, it could be in that type of format in which they have uh, chat rooms in which you're communicating with people you don't know and whatever whatever other ways it could happen people are sending you know and posting negative comments that are hurtful uh creating fake accounts like you know it's a it's a different type for me it's like you could be a coward now and you could you could harass uh people and nobody would know who it is it is causing and causing them embarrassment and humiliation. Listen to this clip, which is an example of the type of cyberbullying that is happening now. I posted a picture on my Instagram of me underwater, and I thought this was such a cool picture because I had just gotten my new GoPro, and I thought it was so cool that I was able to take a picture underwater. All of a sudden, like a million texts started coming through on my phone from a group chat that I was part of. The first text in the chat was a screenshot of the picture that I had just posted on my Instagram. I was kind of confused, so I read the text below it, and it said really mean things about my body and how I looked. And then I scrolled a few comments down, and there was more stuff chiming in about my bathing suit and my necklace and all this crazy stuff. And I was shocked. These were people I'd gone to school with my whole life, and I've always considered them my friends. And I realized they must have not known that I was in this group chat, because they probably wouldn't have said any of this to my face. And I went over to the mirror, and I just began to feel really worthless. And I just examined myself and started feeling like everything they had been saying about me was true. And then I just started to cry. I just cried, let all my feelings out. My phone began to blow up faster and faster than before till I actually thought it was about to literally blow up and like fire would spread everywhere. People were still talking about me and I just got so mad at that point. And I needed to say my part in this. I wanted to stand up for myself now. So I picked up my phone and I texted in the group chat. Sorry to interrupt, but I am here and I've been reading your texts this whole time. What you guys are doing is really wrong, and I love the picture that I took. There was silence. The texting had stopped, and I didn't let their mean words change the way I felt about myself. I made the very picture they made fun of, my new profile picture. And when it comes to body shaming, when it comes to listening to voices that you don't know, uh, in this uh, scenario, she was strong enough to ignore she had a tough skin and she decided to play uh, against them and say, hey, you know, I like this picture so much, I'm going to make it my profile picture. So, you know, it all depends on how confident you are as a person. You know, children are always developing and growing, and they have insecurities. So it's really making sure that we are conscientious when it comes to cyberbullying. 
And being a victim of cyberbullying, it's associated. It has, you know, it could have short and long-term mental and physical health issues. Uh, it could affect academics. It really could lead to depression and emotional torment. And it's, you know, 40% of students in middle and high school reported that they were victims of cyberbullying. Now, again, that could be to different degrees of what type of bullying they received. And typically one third of 15 to 17 year old girls uh, experience where people are sending them explicit images, sexual images uh, in which they're getting these photos and, and it just could lead to, you know, oversensitivity. Uh, you know, these there are one third uh, 15 to 17 year old girls who receive explicit pictures, uh, sexual pictures. So it really introduces a different dynamic, a way of introducing uh, being cruel and being. Uh, not accountable for what you do. You know, cyberbullying could affect people where they get headaches and stomach aches. Uh, they could lose their appetite, lose sleep in the night. When I look at children now, I think parents coddle them. They're more protective. They don't want them to get hurt or to fail. They're they're insulated from the world. It kind of goes against. It's making children uh, weak, and it's making them scared to to just fail. Because sometimes failure is you know practice, and you need to do that. With me having time, I'm just you know I was on Netflix uh, last night, and I started to just go through the menu to just see what was on, and I saw uh, a show called Cobra Kai. And when I started to read the description, I was like, okay, this is based off of the Karate Kid, Daniel Russo, Johnny Lawrence. Uh, they're now in their 50s. And, you know, their lives are, uh, I guess, on the opposite end of the spectrum. Johnny Lawrence, the character, is going through hard times. He decides he wants to bring back Cobra Kai, uh, his karate school, in which it teaches you no mercy. You don't show mercy to your opponent. And it introduces you to uh, a range of characters, uh, teenagers like Miguel and Eli and Aisha. And Johnny, he is, you know, pretty much old school. He doesn't know anything about technology. He doesn't, you know, own a laptop. He doesn't know what the Internet is. He's pretty much off grid. I kind of envy that when I think about it because, you know, being online all the time, kind of you always got your head down looking at the phone and waiting for updates or whatever. So he doesn't understand any of that. It's really, you know, with one of the characters, his name is Eli. He goes through a transformation throughout the series. He becomes Hawk. But Eli one day went home. And he's in high school and he went home and he told his mom that the kids were posting images of his facial deformity and making fun of him. So he goes to school 
and the guidance counselor, they had an assembly and the guidance counselor is making an announcement that cyberbullying is unacceptable and, you know, it's not going to be tolerated and that the mom called her to tell her that her son was crying because uh, whoever was making fun of him based off of his facial deformity uh, was, you know, hurting his feelings. He's the only one with a facial deformity, so everybody knows it's him. So the bullies know they got to him. But it's like, this is the kind of effect that cyberbullying could do uh, to people. And, you know, with the fake accounts, you don't know exactly who's doing it, so there's no accountability. And then you have another character on the show. I know I'm going a little bit in depth. And if you, you watch the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. With Aisha, uh, Aisha is uh, a smart girl. She likes science. Uh, she, you know, she she's sensitive about her weight and her looks. There was uh, three uh, students in the school, and she was eating at the dance, and they they drew a pig face over her, a snout, I believe, and posted that. And the whole auditorium of students got that uh, picture instantaneously. They were laughing at her to the point that she just ran out of the auditorium. I don't think, you know, pictures are spread as quickly as it was portrayed in that uh, scene. But, you know, it goes to show that, you know, you could really destroy somebody when it comes to uh, cyberbullying. So some of the ways that you could tell that somebody's being cyberbullied, I guess one of the most common ways of being uh, cyberbullied is by posting comments or rumors of someone online that is mean, hurtful, or embarrassing, or threatening somebody that you're going to hurt them or telling them that you're going to kill them. Posting a mean or hurtful picture or video. Pretending to be someone else online in order to solicit or post personal and false information about someone else. Those are the fake accounts. Posting mean or hateful names, comments, contents about race, religion, ethnicity, or other personal characteristics online. Creating a mean or hurtful web page about someone. Or just like putting up Word documents in which you take what somebody wrote, you put their personal information, address, social security numbers, credit cards, whatever information you have access to and you post it online. And I spoke about, you know, the warning signs of what to look for if your kid is not eaten, if they're... You know, not sleeping, they look stressed. Uh, You can see obvious signs that they are not in good spirits. They may may be on the phone maybe too much because they're constantly reliving uh, the comments that's being posted about them. There's ways to definitely cope because you don't want any time of long-term disorders. You don't want them to feel lonely or anxious, you don't want it to be, you know, where they want to just die or turn to drugs 
or, you know, have a drinking problem or popping pills. And I guess the trend that I'm seeing, I've been seeing this, is vaping. So a lot of times now I see a lot of kids in cars and they're parking, you know, if it's under a bridge or they're parking in a park or whatever. And they're just, you could just see the smoke coming out the car, but it's not weed. It's just, you could, you just see like huge volumes of smoke and vape. It is really popular because it has all of these different flavors, all of these technological ways you could do it. You know, you don't want them. You want to try your best that you kind of protect them. This is where you need to coddle them. And it's really looking at what are these coping mechanisms? What are ways that you could help uh, your child uh, feel good about themselves? The first thing is, you know, it could just be the technical piece of it, making sure that you contact uh, whatever social media platform uh, they're being bullied on if that's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you know, let them know what's going on. You could block them, block the accounts or block the phone numbers. You could just make sure that the online presence is being monitored in certain ways. So I know they have apps that's out there that you could put on your phone or you could just, you know, tell your, your, your child, like, For instance, you know, you don't always have to be online. Let them pick up a hobby or a sport. Let them pick up something uh, where there is a noticeable disconnect and you're starting to, you know, have a digital divide. Usually with the technical piece, it's temporary. It's not as effective, but at least it's a start to uh, restrict uh, the bully's access to them. And then you have... Avoidance in which your in which your kid should if they know who it is that's bothering them and they're going to school that they you know stay away as best as possible and keep their distance try to avoid you know even more so provoking the bully and again you have you know when it comes to their social support their friends their family. Usually friends have much more when it comes to if they're going to listen to anybody, it's probably going to be more so their friends than they would their family. I don't know what the reason is for that, but, you know, they respect their peers and they respect people that their own age and they just, you know, listen to what their perspective is going to be. So hopefully they have good friends, a best friend, people that really care about them. And are going to go at bat for them and help them through what is going on and make them put it in perspective. The example I played about, you know, the girl, she had a swimsuit on. She liked it. She didn't care about any of the comments. And as a result, she made it her profile picture. So you want friends that are going to tell you to just tune out the noise. Don't worry about these quote unquote haters or people that don't have your best interests at heart, if they're not going to touch you physically, if they're not going to, you know, try to fight you, then it's all meaningless. So you need those friends to constantly keep your sanity. 
I kind of notice uh, in life, but usually if somebody's bullying you, 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 the best way to get that problem solved is just to confront the bully and to just to show them that you're not going to accept it anymore. You know, if that means that you, you, you know, whatever happens after that, I just know anytime you confront a bully, most of the time that that usually solves the problem because they don't like, they, they get pleasure out of knowing that they hold some type of power over you. But when you kind of swing the power in your favor, they they usually, you know, they're looking for weaker targets. So you become more harder for them to deal with. So it's really just making sure that you do your best as a parent to monitor. There's so much to monitor as a parent. And as children get older, it becomes harder because they keep to themselves. You know, they're in their rooms. They're with their uh, phones all the time. And it's it's definitely, you know, you can't monitor them 24-7. It could be hard to get into their laptops, uh, cell phones, because it's password protected. They're not going to let you into any of that stuff. But it's just, you know, paying attention because... It's not like my days where you knew you had a problem when you came home with a black eye. You knew, you knew, you know, your kid got into some kind of fight or you just could. It was just easy to see it. These kids now know how to disguise it. They're not getting hurt physically, but they're getting hurt uh, psychologically. They're getting hurt mentally, spiritually. It's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game. You know, parents, they tend to become like helicopter parents. They tend to coddle and protect their children. They're always, they're always trying to make sure that their kids are having an easy life. It's when you do that, you're kind of hurting them because you got you to gotta make sure that you give them an opportunity to live their lives and not to live it by your standard, but that they have some flexibility to mess up. And you are, you'll probably say, why would you want to set your kid up to uh, be in a situation that is not in their best interest? And it's really simply due to the fact that usually that's the best way to learn. You could preach and you could talk and you could share your own experiences but is it going to register in your child's mind? It's really registers when you you mess up on your own. And you got to trust in your child that they're, you know, I'm sure that they're smart and they're conscientious and they're vigilant. And you got to trust in them. You, you, you know, you invested so much in them, your time, your money, your resources, and you got to have a trust in them that they're going to do the right thing. And a lot of times they are going to do the right thing. If they do the wrong thing, you got to support them. You can't just keep ripping them down if they mess up. Sometimes you just got to smile and be like, okay, I know you learned that lesson. <laughs> I know you, you understand that you should have done that. When you get hurt, if it's physically or mentally, it's very easy for you to understand 
Well, next time, you know what? I know I'm not going to make that left. I'm going to make that right. Cyberbullying, especially now with the schools uh, being, you know, if it's not full remote, depending on where you live at, if it's a blended schedule, if it's a hybrid schedule, your child now is on a computer eight hours a day, sitting at the computer, going through their class curriculum. And their teacher, you know, you can't expect their teacher to be monitoring. You know, it could be a teacher could be responsible for 60, 70 students that are maybe all remote. They don't have the technology to monitor each and every screen. So you don't know what's happening all the time in the chat rooms. You don't know if even before the class, a kid could click on the meeting link and they could be a whole classroom sitting there 10 minutes before the teacher even uh, enters. So you don't know what's happening before or after the meeting. And as a parent, if you're home and you're working, uh, you're at your laptop uh, trying to submit reports and trying to assist our clients, you can't always be at the computer. So you don't know what is happening. Sometimes it's easy to know. Your child may come crying to you saying, oh, this kid called me stupid online. And if that happens, then it's just really easy for you to talk to the teacher about it and say, this is unacceptable that your child should be going through any of that. But a lot, that's the easy, that's the easy answer. Now, if it's a situation where a kid is more of an introvert and internalizes his feelings and emotions, then you don't know what's going on. So it's really understanding these terminologies, cyberbullying, and really being aware of what is happening, what is happening that's not within your site. Follow us on social media, UESNYS. Check out the website, UESNYS.com. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thank you for listening.